Hello, everyone. This is the Lonely Guy, Steve Center, from the center of the known universe, Indianapolis, Indiana. You're listening to Losing Weight with the Lonely Guy. Steve, that's me, has struggled with obesity for more than 20 years and has finally decided to address it. I will share the ups and downs of my journey as I address the results from the scale in my bathroom. I'll share what works, what hasn't worked, and what my setbacks are each week. Here for episode three of Losing Weight with the Lonely Guy, I've got good news. I did my weigh-in this morning. I'm down one pound to 367. Now, one pound down, if you're a big old fat person like me, doesn't seem like very much and no one's going to notice it. But if you were listening last week, I talked about I had lost 30 pounds and when my sister died, I gained 20 but I had stopped at 368 for three straight weeks. And that felt really significant because the weight was not not adding on. And so today when I weighed myself and I had dropped a pound, I was pretty darn happy. I'm gonna talk about what I did this week that was effective. I feel like the medication's helpful. In a way, the fact that the Manjaro doesn't kill my appetite, I think in the long term might be better because one thing that happened on the Ozembic was I didn't actually make any changes. I just woke up and I wasn't hungry. Start eating and then I'd get full, which is great. That's what you want. But then as soon as the medicine went off, I went back to eating normal. Within three days of when I should have had my next dose, I was pretty much back to normal eating. Very shortly after that, I found out about my sister and 20 pounds packed right back on. But the Manjaro doesn't do that. Just like this last week, I felt like I had to be responsible for the choices I was making. I will freely acknowledge that I could have done more and lost more weight. The reality is when you're a big guy, you can lose weight fairly quickly if you're trying at all. One of the commitments I've made to myself as I've gotten older is that I won't make changes for short-term gains that I won't maintain after. I'm not going to give up carbs because I'm not willing to give up carbs forever. Eventually, I'm going to want to eat carbs, and I'm going to go back to whatever it was before, and so the weight will come back. I just... I'd rather stay fat than go down, up, down, up, down, up. As good as it feels to lose weight, and it does, it's just soul-crushing to gain the weight back. I wanted to address a study that came out, and just kind of validating the point I was just making, that a really popular way to lose weight now is called intermittent fasting, and I've done it with fairly decent results. Pick a time frame, a time window, And you only eat between that window. So, you know, you say like, all right, I'm going to fast for 16 hours and then I'll eat within this eight hour window. And there are several things that help with weight loss in that, including there simply is less time to eat calories. Well, a study came out just yesterday. Uh, At least I heard about it yesterday and they identified as a newly published study. I'll be trying to look it up and, and see if I can find the actual reference and read the actual academic work. Intermittent fasting, not good, not effective at maintaining weight loss long-term. And here's why. Because when you are fat and you lose weight, always the goal is so you can lose weight so you can go back to eating however you were eating before. That's always what we wanna do. That is why nothing works. None of these gimmicky things work for us. 
unless we are actually going to change our lifelong habits, eventually we go back to eating the way we've always eaten. And that's how we got fat in the first place. Here's what I did that worked and stopped my weight gain. And I hope is, is moving me toward longer term weight loss. And I'm going to preface this with a story. Several years ago, I'm in the doctor's office. And of course, you know, I, I get a physical every year and I'm glad that I do. But every year I feel like I've got to go in and apologize to the doctor for being fat. I go into the doctors and my doctor was running late. So a different, I, th I believe a nurse practitioner, but it might have been another doctor. I don't really know. Came in. It was somebody I did not know. And they said, hey, I'm just checking things out. Your doctor's running late, so I'm getting a little preliminary information. I said, okay. And we talked. I said, well, you know, I'm, you know, of course, you know, my issue of, you know, I'm overweight and I don't want to be overweight. And she said, so what have you done to try to not be overweight? And I said, well, I've been trying very hard to stop eating junk food and instead replacing it with fruit that I really like. And she goes, oh. Like this, like this, you just hear the disappointment. Oh, and I thought, why is she sad? I, I'm eating fruit. <laughs> Fruit's good, right? And she says, well, you know, fruit is okay, but it has a lot of natural sugar. And so we really encourage people to eat vegetables. And I'm like, vegetables? Hmm, I've never heard that before. What is this vegetable you're talking about? And was this made in a lab? I mean, of course I know I'm supposed to eat vegetables. I wanted to call her a name. You know, I, I really wanted to, like, tell her off. Of course we all know what we're supposed to do. You know, I noticed this week a couple of people saying that, in a couple of online forums I'm in, you know, that people said mean things about them being overweight. There is something within people where they worry that maybe the fat person doesn't know they're fat. And so if the fat person knew, then they would say, oh my God, I had no idea. I'm wearing a size 52 pant you know, or whatever. And so then they'd make whatever change. For the skinny people who might happen to be listening, just rest assured, we fat people know we're fat. We're, we're well aware and we're not, you know, your, your help, you're telling us is not a helpful uh, step toward losing weight. But every fat person knows they're fat and they know that they're supposed to do. There's nobody who doesn't know what they're supposed to do. Every once in a while, you, you might meet someone who gets a fact wrong and you go, oh, okay, well, you know, now they'll learn this fact and they'll still say fat because it really wasn't, wasn't about the thing they didn't know. It was about you know, mental health issues and bad coping skills for boredom and other things that really go into, you know, getting to be really obese. So she says this thing about fruit. Oh, fruit. Lots of sugar. And I just looked there and I go, you know what? That's a great point. I think I'm just going to go back to my two blizzards a day. And she like stared at me and then she left. She didn't respond. So anyway, so the first two or three weeks, I really just tried to pay attention to what I was eating. And literally, that is, that's just observation. Just looking and saying, okay, what? What am I eating? And now what I've gone into is the second stage, which is where I try to shave 100 calories off of whatever it is that I'm going to eat. Of course, your best bet long term, this is something I really want to work toward, is portion control. My youngest son, we're, we're at his doctor. 
getting his annual physical. I told him, I said, you need to let the doctor know you've lost weight. And so the doctor asks, says, oh, you've lost some weight. He said, yes. How much? 90 pounds. And I was like, what? 90 pounds? I had no idea. And he's gotten taller, so he's really real thin now. I said, well, what did you do? And he said, I just really decided that I wanted to eat fewer calories and get more active. And I looked at him and I wanted to go, screw you, son. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's right, right? That's the right answer. That's what you should do. You should say, well, you know, I don't want to be a big old fat guy like my dad. And so I'm going to eat fewer calories. That's great. I, but he did tell me one. He said, you're going to eat stuff you're not supposed to. So... The first thing I did was I started trying to eat a lot less. So that even when I did eat something I wasn't supposed to, I wasn't getting very much of it. For me, that's my goal. That's where I want to end up with my eating. It's really work on portion control. But, but between now and portion control, what I'm doing, you have to be consistent. That's what it is with everything. I, I'm on a writing forum. And the who are the most successful writers? Well, the, the answer is the most successful writers are the ones who write consistently. People who write every day, you know, their skill level gets better, but what really happens is just getting that consistent. So they're producing the most work. They're making the most contacts. They end up getting over time by far the most, most views and reviews. And because you get paid for writing on this site and you can write about anything you want. I found this about a month or two ago. I was really surprised but I actually have made a little money off of this. Now, when I say little, little, <laughs> at this rate, by the time I'm dead, I'll be able to retire <laughs> and write full time. But there are lots of writers who make worth of $100 a month on this site. It's a $5 a month subscription. After just a couple of months, I'm already nearing the point where I'm earning enough. Anyway, that's not important. What is important is that the most successful writers, the ones who make the most money, write often, like every day or close to every day. So that's become my goal, you know, so I gotta do it. So I think it's the same thing with this. You know, so throughout the day I eat 10 things and I shave 100 calories off of each or more, then what we're looking at is saving myself, you know, a good thousand calories a day and that is gonna result in losing weight and become something I can build off of. And so I so, said, well, I normally go in and I get a chocolate muffin and that's 500 calories or 600 calories. But instead, I'm going to switch to a candy bar, which is 250 calories. And I'm going to save that 350 calories every single day. Then over the course of a year, that's that's a lot of calories. 90,000 calories, which ends up being 25 pounds. And that might be 25 pounds you didn't gain, or it could be 25 pounds you actually lose or whatever. But that you know, that really does add up if you're doing this consistently, but doing it once won't probably make it. Our bodies adjust pretty well. Anyway, that's what I did this week. Now, my doctor friend who advised me to stop eating fruit would not be excited about this. But for instance, it's not abnormal on a Saturday for me to run over and get two big, huge donuts that are about about 800 calories each. That's 1600 calories. So I decided to switch that up, and instead of 1,600, I ended up getting about 1,200 calories worth of food. Well, that saved me 400 calories, even though it's not, even though it's not the healthiest choice. It's good enough for right now, and that's all it is. You know, when we're when we're really obese, we have to remember that we we got obese over a really long period of time. You know, we can take a little time wandering back and we just want to make our changes sustainable so for me that's what i did this week you can 
figure out what's working for you. If you ever want to drop a line, my email is mylds, M-Y-L-D-S books at gmail.com. And feel free to share your struggles. I'm a therapist. I'm used to listening to people's problems. So that works out just fine. All right. I will see everybody next week.